Welcome to 360 Conversations. This is a podcast featuring powerful conversations with business and well-being thought leaders, experts, and founders. We will be digging deep while sharing experience, insights, and tips for busy Generation X women seeking ways to strip back, simplify, live intentionally, and create space for everyday joy. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of The 360 Brand. I'm a life coach, speaker, writer, and podcaster too. I am passionate. In fact, I believe that it is my divine assignment to help Generation X women connect with their inner leader, the leader that resides in their emotions, buried by logic and the desire to be good. Logic and being good according to someone else's standards is okay for surviving, but round here, we are in the business of thriving. I use my background in social work, life coach training, and my superpower of loving kindness to help women connect to who they really are so they can expand into themselves fully embrace their leadership qualities and relinquish the chaos that exists within the duality of who we are and who we think we should be. My intention for this podcast is to plant seeds and create aha moments that bring you closer to your centre so that you can start to embrace your 360 degrees wholeheartedly. Hello, you beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode of 360 Conversations. I am joined by Nikki Raby, the one and only Nikki Raby. Nikki is an actress. She's a speaker. She's a coach. She's a podcaster. She has woven together a beautiful blend of things and created a sustainable business that works for her and her family. And Nikki joined me to have a conversation about playing big in 2020. We originally had this conversation in January and then things happened. I didn't get the podcast out and I thought, it's okay, I'm going to save the podcast until March because March is the new year, really, uh, emotionally. Um, And then COVID-19 happened. So I contacted Nikki and said, Nikki, please, I do appreciate your time, but I would really appreciate if we could re-record so that we could have an episode about playing big in the midst of a global pandemic. In this conversation, Nikki and I have a discussion about numerous things, but mainly talking about looking after yourself, reconfiguring, adapting, bending and flexing, and putting yourself in a position where you are able to be shocked and then return to resilience. Um, And not business as normal, but business in a way that works for the current situation. Um, So, yes, I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, Please do share with anybody you think this would benefit. Um, If you share on social media, please do tag me at Live360 and Nikki Raby at Nikki Raby. Our Instagram handles are in the show notes. And um, I will leave you to this beautiful podcast episode. Take care. I am here with the wonderful, the amazing, the fabulous the rooted, grounded, okay, 
you will hear why I'm saying rooted and grounded in a moment. The rooted and grounded Nikki Raby. Yay! <laughs> and hairy. I missed that. I should have got these eyebrows sorted previously. <laughs> Do you know what? The wheels are falling, like my nails are falling off. Yeah. You know, my, my, my shellac nails have fallen off and damaged what lies beneath. But do you know what, Nikki? We're alive. We are yeah. well. But I know that we're good enough friends that if I start going into Courtney Love territory with the thin eyebrows <laughs> and start wearing a, a little slip and looking slightly bedraggled, like you'll go, you pull me back and go, stop plucking. Stop I'm it. actually here for that. Yeah. I am here for that with a satin kind of nighty thing with yeah. a bit of lace and some do- of course yeah. I'm actually I, I can see you <laughs> I can see you uh doing that look very well but today Nikki um I would like us to have a conversation about playing big in 2020 in the shadow of this wretched corona COVID-19 virus for a number of reasons. The first one, because we had such a rich conversation about playing big in 2019 and I got feedback and people popping in messages throughout 2019 when they discovered that episode and um, it provided them with a lot of gems and nourishment and and a good dash of humour. And I think that In the time of a pandemic, a good dose of humour, bigger vision are essential for supporting us at this time because it can be so easy to drill down and tunnel vision and take on energy that isn't yours and take on um, grief and hardship that in reality doesn't really belong to you. But before we go there, just in case people haven't come across the wonderful world of Nikki Raby, please could you share a bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, I'm, tr- I'm just trying to get the tone right because it just, it, I mean, never have I been a fan of the hustle harder, like, hi, this is who I am, this is what I do. But, um, you know, we have to celebrate ourselves as well, of course. Um, so well, I'm Maybe we should start with, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. No coughs, no temperature, coarse. I'm like checking everything as I brush my teeth every day. Um, but generally, I'm fine. Uh, we were talking previously before we went on the call about riding the emotions, finding this new normal, settling into things, managing expectations, being excited about group calls on WhatsApp, and then remembering we're introverts and we don't, we don't need all the conversations <laughs> and the 429 notifications at all times and that app that opens on your face uh house party by oh the way gosh. I had to get realize, rid of it didn't realize I, d- I know people are in the house but like I'm, I'm working like I'm, I'm on the toilet like just give me a sec um so generally I am fine I've been feeling all the feels of course but then a bit of perspective a bit of sleep a bit of grounding um has all been very essential mm. um so 
my business, I guess, is the the portfolio career. Um, I trained as an actor many years ago. I'm still working as an actor. I'm also a personal branding coach. So I help people to create their version of life and success, which sounds very kind of wishy-washy and floaty and flowery. But I think so many of us are in this position where we want to do more than one thing and really elevate and expand and bring to life what that might look like. So I help people to plan and see what's important to them, what's going on. And then I help people to kind of package it. So whether that's a one-to-one offering, whether that's a workshop, um, that's a product, whatever it might be. And then I take people into presenting that. So how you can show up, be visible, figure out your messaging, do all the things, even when you don't want to or when you feel like an imposter or not there yet. And then propel it and really sort of get to a point where you can have that ease and flow in your business and your brand where you can create things that people buy in the middle of the night where mm-hmm. you can do be doing other things but your business is still going and you're not feeling like you're in the rat race in a nine to five or hustle harder harder or being a rock star or any of those very masculine self-development terms. So mm. yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, speaking, podcasting, writing, acting, coaching it's all it's all creative juicy conversations basically mm-hmm. so back to the matter at hand now that we have been introduced to the wonderful world of Nikki Raby we were supposed to be playing big this year like 2020 was going to be the foundation for the big decade big 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 and then yeah. COVID-19. We all like were warming up like Linford Christie. Oh my we? goodness. We, I, we, were, we were at the starting block. We were all ready. I and was then... dressing in a, in a unitard, showing what I had to <laughs> offer. Like, here I am. I was sussing ready. out the crowd. Listen, I had the trainers with the spokes underneath, ready. Ready, 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 ready. And then, whoomph, it happened. Mm. And... It's been with us in a really real way, I think coming on two, three weeks now. And for me personally, and in what I'm seeing in various online spaces, and of course with all the WhatsApps and the relatives and everybody checking in and checking in on the checking in, there seems to be an element of, okay, we are moving through shock and we are um, we're, we're settling into what the what is this and I have returned to and I knew that I would so I gave myself the grace of bobbing around bouncing around all over the place because I knew it wouldn't last but I knew that it wasn't one of those ones that I could push through I had to allow myself to process and work through so I'm back in the space where I still believe that it is possible for many of us to play big We may need to redefine what the big means. What did playing big mean for you prior to COVID-19? And what does it mean now? And I say that with a bit of a smile because I suspect I know what you're going to say, but I'm asking anyway. Well, um, I think playing big before was it made sense on paper. 
So there were a lot of equations. It it was very logical. It was very, if I push it in my calendar, it's just going to get done. Off we go. If I have childcare for my child, I know I will definitely be available in these windows of time. And those, yeah, the calendar is is a little bit loose. It's definitely been loose the last few weeks and now it's tightening up. We're, mm-hmm. we're all at that stage. So I think mm-hmm. this is like week three where we're like, okay, we, we need, we need some structure. We're not on holiday here. And, um, so, so playing big for me now is still being really truthful to the vision that I'm going for, that I ultimately want to go for my life I I guess my life to be and I think this is something I learned in acting is quite often I would pin my hopes and dreams on something like this one meeting that was going to change my life and when it didn't happen um, or it almost happened or whatever I would leave and I would go I've got to start from scratch again this is going to be awful and maybe I shouldn't and I would kind of spiral into nonsense and whatever happened what that I guess the switch for me was I started to find comfort in saying whether it's a yes or no here or I get this job or not I'm doing it anyway and that's that's been a really important place to play in in terms of playing big like we know that this will pass we obviously know that that it has potential for huge devastation and there has been already However, I'm hoping that I will stay well and I will, there will be a change. There will be a time where we're not all locked up in our houses. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's my responsibility almost to just keep focused on what do I want to do in the world? What do I want to say? And regardless, I want to be a positive person. I want to be somebody who is innovative, who finds a solution, who can be creative, who can have conversations. And for me, the playing big is more, how do I do that in the new circumstances? Yeah, yeah. Allowing yourself that space. Because I think um, sometimes, and I know it depends on your preference in terms of how you respond to things, sometimes we, we're, we're conditioned to believe that adulting, being serious, being a person of influence, being somebody with a platform means that you have to have answers just like that. Yes. So people go into um, overdrive or drive themselves into burnout when they're not really actually doing that much Mm -hmm. other than overthinking, oh my goodness, I need to have the answer. And sometimes we need to allow ourselves to process and allow the answer to emerge Mm -hmm. rather than forcing something um, that perhaps you wouldn't, if you had given yourself the space, you would have done differently in a manner that is supportive for you and so that you can have, um, going back to our Linford Christie analogy, I don't think that this is the time to be Linford Christie, actually. This yes. is the time to be Mo Farah. This yeah. is the time for the long distance endurance um, approach because whether we are allowing ourselves to be impacted or not, and I said the word allowing intentionally, we are still 
um, absorbing news from all over the place, even if we're actively choosing not to seek out news. We are being flooded with this information that will have an impact on our nervous system because it will have an impact on how, 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 how safe we feel. Um, So it's really important that we're able to have moments to step back and have that bigger vision rather than drilling into minutiae that often doesn't belong to us. I feel like I'm changing my boundaries hour by hour of what I need and how I can um, communicate that to those around me because um, there is a lot of fear and I realise that living in fear doesn't work for me. Mm. I don't do my best work, whether that's being worried about money or um I don't know, confidence or whether I'm ready when I'm living in that place of, yeah, lymphid's going to come up. Like if I'm just circling around and I'm not putting my trainers on, that doesn't make me feel good. That doesn't help me progress. And I, it's sort of the equivalent now that we're all at home and all seemingly available, although we're not really, but people want to chat all day long it's those moments of knowing you've got to put your trainers on and keep going and people going, it's cold outside. Oh my goodness. Have you had enough to eat? Oh, I think it's going to be really busy out. Have you heard about that pavement? It's really wonky. (laughs) So-and-so from down the road, he actually broke his leg when he went for a run the other day. And um, of course it comes from a place of care and Mm -hmm. passion, but equally uh, it's a lot of noise to process when we're just trying to do the things. And I realize um, that I've done a lot of, it, it's harking back to feelings where I've made bold moves in my life where people will have said, you know, if you ever go to a wedding, what are you doing? Or I heard you're training or you want to do this for a living or you're pivoting your business and people sort of give you that feedback that is not necessarily welcomed or asked for. Mm-hmm. And if you're not strong in your foundation, you can find yourself questioning your own internal compass. And actually everybody needs to shut the F up. Yes. Yes. We need to lean into that stoic philosophy and mind our own business. Yeah. Myself included though, where I have to call myself out for this nonsense because I can get down a trap of like, there's no more, there's never going to be any money in the world or like everything is out of my control. And actually there are things that I can do and I'm not saying that I have all the answers and off we go and business as normal and keep calm, carry on. But there's definitely things that I can do that will be easy to do and easy not to do that will Mm -hmm. make me feel good. Like if I have a good breakfast in the morning, already I'm ahead of Mm -hmm. Nikki Mm -hmm. who's like, I don't know, I don't know what I want. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love when you said um, fear doesn't work for me. Fear doesn't work for any of us, but actually knowing that and doing something about it. Okay, then let me reframe that because there are people that I know that have done very well up to a point because fear was a real driver Mm. And they got to extreme burnout and thought, what the what is going on? I've got all the stuff. I've got all the things. I've got all of the help. Yeah, I'm still in this position. And then they had to reframe. But I like you saying out loud, and I, I think there's real power in declaring things. Fear doesn't work for me. 
because now you're more likely to not make that choice. So at the moment, our innate negativity bias is being fueled, but we don't have to. You know, when you go to the petrol station, you can choose or you can choose which petrol station you go to. So my sister, for example, she doesn't go to supermarket petrol stations because she says the quality of the petrol isn't as good as the branded petrol. So it's about in this moment, can I afford to be going for the cheap petrol to fill up my tank? Is that, is that going to work for me? So I was having a conversation with this lady and she was saying, I've been really good with my food, uh, coaching client. I've been really good with my food up until now. And now I'm eating all the naughty food. And I said, well, why don't we revisit what you're saying um, instead of labelling it good food, naughty food? How about considering that um, you've been eating lots of nourishing food and this state of panic has now led you to food that gives you immediate gratification? Mm. And that alone gave her permission to remember that immediate gratification is great, but what she wants is long-term gratification. She wants the complex carbs that give her sustenance over a longer period of time rather than, so she knows my weakness is whole nuts, rather than the bumper block of whole nut chocolate, you know? So you have a little bit of the chocolate and know that what your body is really craving is, I don't know, I'm obsessed with massage kale. Speaking of branding, personal branding, I I think that I should be collaborating with some kind of kale brand because (laughs) I'm always talking about kale and the massage kale recipe is available from Danae of the V-Spot. But it's about literally looking, remembering the bigger picture, reframing moment by moment so that you can keep taking steps towards that bigger picture instead of abandoning the bigger picture because right now shit's hit the fan to be quite frank well and I know that fear-based state because I lived in it for a long time and because I lived in it for so long I um it became my normal and Mm -hmm. I didn't think there was another way so Mm -hmm. I would always like be telling myself nonsense about what I didn't have or what I hadn't done or where I needed to be but didn't make it and it's only when you step back from that and you go actually we are we're supposed to feel good imagine that like what would that look like if we went for it or if this was the new kind of normal I've, I've been rewriting something for my website this morning and I was saying what would it feel like to consistently get those tingling feelings in your work of I'm so on track rather than waiting for the one tingling feeling which is what a lot of people get is when they retire like oh it's finally come and I remember my dad going through this process of when he retired like it was it was the firework kind of moment. Isn't this great? But a lot of his working life, I'm sure he thought, this is shit. (laughs) This is, this is hard graft. This is, and he wasn't down to mind by any means, but was it the work that made him feel alive? I don't know. No. So thinking about that, 
in your multi-hyphenate portfolio experience I know right (laughs) how can we allow ourselves to rise above the noise of what's happening right now and still have a big vision I think it's uh about writing down what your needs are and trying to lead from that place, which is often the place where we start last yeah. because we're not very good at, so, well, I know I'm not necessarily, it has been something that I had to learn to say, I'm important, I'm, I'm, I'm worth it. I, and also um, it can seem really boring. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I think the basic needs coming, like what, what do we need to do to make this, the mechanics work of life and business. So it could be those moments where I'm sure some people, I mean, you know, I know mine because I've kind of created this habit for myself, but people actually knowing what the numbers are of their business, really checking in like what is important. Is this necessary? Is this, am I getting a return on investment on this thing or am I just doing it? Vanity. Nice. Or if it is nice, like, that's great as well and it makes you feel good then absolutely that's that that's a brilliant thing but I think it's just about communication as well you you know it's um flexi working suddenly all those meetings that needed to be done face to face definitely presenteeism is really on shaky foundations at the moment right and I saw that thing that you shared about um you know, uh, childcare is necessary and, um, it's about how you show up as the full version of yourself. And I think we're just all learning a lot of lessons that you can't, you can't just extract yourself from your business and your brand and be as business as normal because people see through it. And sometimes that means that you have to take a step back and even Matt to, you know, sees my podcast stats. He's like, you're down a thousand listens this week from last week. I'm like, I know I haven't said anything, (laughs) put a podcast out. Yeah. And that's okay because I didn't, I didn't have anything to say. So really thinking about what your needs are and then how you can communicate that to the people who need to know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those, those moments of actually having a word with your own self, like, oh, I need to just turn off the news at this time because it's not being really helpful or navigating these things about actually explaining to your children what your work looks like because they're entering into your world. You know, my kid's always like, I'm a nursery. Like, I don't really know what you're doing um, at home. So I've taken time like explaining what work means to me and why we do it and yeah. who I help or, you know, I'm sure he switches off and wants to watch my <laughs> at some point. I'm not professing that he's some, you know, mini entrepreneur by any means. But rather than doing the default, like just a minute, just a minute, like mummy's working, you're going to have to be quiet, you know, actually going, he doesn't understand. I, yeah. I, we've got to slow these things down. But, yeah. um, I I think what's happened is it's brought everything into focus and suddenly the brightness has turned up. And sometimes when the brightness is turned up, you know, we all have a tax return time where you're like, oh, okay, so this is what I actually earn. This is what I actually owe or this is what my monthly, you know, that, that 
can bring resistance because sometimes seeing stuff in the in the stark light is uncomfortable and I think this is what a lot of us are experiencing right now mm-hmm. we're experiencing what our partner or what our friend or what our mum really thinks about our hopes and dreams or what we actually need to be able to show up in the way that we need to and what's important to us yeah so much in there I I really appreciated you saying uh when your partner referred to your current downturn in um podcast stats that's okay I didn't put anything out because I didn't have anything to say. Mm. I think in the midst of a, 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 if you haven't got anything to to say, I think it's important not to start filling the airspace with any old nonsense just for the sake of being present because that doesn't work. Quality always, please. But I think that it's also, um, we need to give ourselves the grace and the space. If there's any time to be like, I'm not quite sure what to say here. It's in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, that but is what I, your indication to go live. Like, hi guys, I don't really know what's like going on, but I just wanted to sh- no, no, Put your phone away. You Put don't your phone away. away. Go inward. Stop going outward. Trying to find something out there because actually, this is a beautiful time to find out what's going on in here. And the other thing that. Um, uh, when you were talking about shifting and explaining and um, kind of setting a new pace of work, um, I think that allows for you to check in with that big vision of your, Mm. um, to see whether or not it still fits because I would never ever have considered what I would need to do in a period of mass shutdown for whatever reason. And, you know, I might have mentioned this casually here and there, but a really big dream of mine is within this decade to have beautiful, multi-purpose, co-working, wellness event spaces And this global pandemic has made me think, right, so it's not that I shouldn't have a physical presence, an international physical presence. It's that I need to think about making sure that the 360 has different parts Mm -hmm. to it. So if one part was compromised for whatever reason, there are other parts that are flourishing. So ecosystem this pandemic has demonstrated that the world is an ecosystem i'm forever talking about ecosystems and within ecosystems in the natural world i was watching some documentary god knows where i can't remember i really would love to remember where so i could share it with people but trees that are of the uh, same i want to say same family same genre um, the same type of trees same squad <laughs> exactly gang gang When one tree is struggling, oh, it might have been, I might have seen this on um, One Strange Rock, which I'm constantly promoting. Netflix should give me commission. Um, But when one tree is struggling, the other trees can sense it and that through the roots sends that tree some nourishment. 
So it's not that I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I can't have this beautiful multi-purpose co-working wellness event space. I need to make sure that my ecosystem is robust enough to be able to support it should something happen. And I'm thinking about that with about all of my businesses. And it's not that I wasn't thinking about that before, because I really am. I do love this multi-hyphen, this multi-revenue stream life, but I hadn't thought about it in really concrete terms. It was just a thought. So for me, this has enabled me to look at how I kind of nourish the roots of my playing big. And we mustn't lose sight of that because we're so busy focused on a, uh, we're, we're so zoomed in that we can't see the bigger picture. Like we're just looking at the stats. So for example, thinking about stats, the stats that are being shared constantly about the number of um, people that are losing life due to the coronavirus, we're not seeing the same stats about people who have it and return back to full health. And it suits, this is my conspiracy theorist coming in, it suits the government agenda for us to stay home to contain and reduce the number of people impacted by this virus because quite frankly us human beings unless we can feel something we can be very um insular and life as normal until we're personally impacted so i can understand why it suits the government to be sharing all the stats and all the people that are dying as opposed to giving the balance because it will give us a false sense of confidence that will lead us into selfishness but it's really important for us to remember that the bad news is only one part of the news. Yeah. And we need to seek it out. So with that, I'm thinking about the energy required. How do we create the energy required to be able to consider our big vision and how we may need to adjust it, bearing in mind what's happening in the world right now? I think it comes down to boundaries as well in terms of it. people can, um, I mentioned it earlier that I've been getting up really early in the morning. I'm an early bird and it, it works with the rhythm of creativity and how I like to run my life. But technically, or what people may say is that early mornings, like, what are you doing? You know, you're sacrificing yourself in some way or, you know, it's all going to catch up with you, or you don't want to get tired. Tired is a thing so many of us fear, like, oh, I don't want to do that because I'll end up being tired or something. But actually, I've realized that I need to click into the stuff that gives me energy. And refreshing Twitter, refreshing the news Uh doesn't give me energy. I'm almost to the other point of like, just tell me the information that I need to know. Okay, we stay in. Fine, I'll I'll do that. Okay, we're not touching each other. Not that I'm going around touching people. (laughs) Hi, guys. Um, Okay, fine, I'll do that. And it's, it's those sorts of things of almost putting on our protective gloves and mask of what we consume and Mm -hmm. how we're sort of available but also knowing 
I guess it's creating the atmosphere for your life in in a sensory experience. Like what what do you need in order to keep focused? Well, I I need to teach my children about tidying up because if every night everything just slips into a place where suddenly we're on a channel four house of hoarders moment where How old is Luna? Is she eight months <laughs> old tidying away her <laughs> That lazy girl, she's so lazy. Um, she's eight months almost, yeah. Um, but it's about time she pulled her finger out. Come on, pull um, your bootstraps up. <laughs> she has, on a very light kind of flippant tone, she has discovered her hands and feet recently, oh. and she's so thrilled with them. I it's just such a lovely moment of like these guys have been hiding in socks all the time and look at them and she just admires the beauty of them it's a very sweet moment but um but yeah it's those sorts of things of really seeing how we're operating as a household as well and how we're supporting the next day because again if we're stuck inside for 12 weeks or whatever it's going to be this is not just about the day-to-day stuff. And I think sometimes when stuff happens, it's like we won't plan too far ahead. But I have to plan ahead into the next day because otherwise, if you never do anything, like, oh, I won't wash that dish up because who knows, I might get corona tomorrow and I might not be, <laughs> like, we just can't live like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't make me feel good as well. So protecting your environment has been absolutely key. And mm-hmm. also in doing that, it's made me realise how much shit we've got lying around. Oh, my god! And what we don't need to see and what is important and bringing things down to the simplest of things. You know, we've had a bit of a quiz going around our family that Oscar is, he hasn't been writing the questions he's been saying them to, for me to send. Um, but then I realized that some level of routine is important, but not where I'm suddenly checking in. And my dad's saying, we didn't, we haven't had our quiz yet for today. Mm-hmm. Like, can mm-hmm. you send it? And there's mm-hmm. part of me going, well, no, actually I'm seeing a client or I've, this, this is a very secondary thing to us. But yeah. equally, for people who are staying at home, it's a very primary thing. So, yeah. yeah it's, and I think it will, will change. Last week felt very different to this week. Absolutely. Last week, it, it did have a buoyance to it. It did have a, you know, gosh, look at us making this thing. Or I'm replanting my spinach stalks because I'm a gardener now. Or, you know, and this week it's felt heavier. It's felt mm-hmm. like oh, wow, we need a bit of fresh air. Whew, yeah. Okay, what time is it? 10 to 11. And the clock's changed as well. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the snack lunch talk has happened much earlier. And yeah. I think sometimes by about 20 past nine, I've had my fourth meal of the day. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're waking up that early. Yeah. But yeah, it is about taking care of those fundamentals so that you have the energy because when you're tired, it's really difficult to make conscious decisions. Yeah. But actually, I want to circle back to you talking about um, people and this fear of being tired. When people are speaking of this, you know, you don't want to get tired, do you think they actually are talking about tired or, uh, or do we conflate tired with burnout? I don't think we really know. I think because we live, let me just ask the question. Yes, question. <laughs> I, I think that sometimes, it's like when people say take care or be safe 
or um, get an early night or whatever it might be. Uh, sometimes it's about like, don't be other, don't, don't show me up here. And I think sometimes when we see other people rising, changing, shifting can make other people feel uncomfortable. So Mm -hmm. there can be a sense sometimes of like, okay, okay, stop now uh or have a go on have a have a glass of wine you know this is when people will say um you know somebody's making that decision to go alcohol free people are trying to give them a drink go on just have a cheeky just a little one go on or if people are having a diet you know it's like come over here and or you know a fag come on yeah yeah it's that loosen up a little Mm -hmm. bit Mm -hmm. um so sometimes it it people can make the decision to show somebody else up for trying to do things because it looks bad on them and um i know when we discussed before our chat when i had a baby um when i had my daughter last year with my son when i had him 4 years ago i couldn't but make a sandwich for 6 months i was so like driven over by a truck by motherhood Mm -hmm. I'm around it's been different I've had a much more um uh how would you describe it if they ever listen back I love you both exactly the same (laughs) Um, this time I had a much everything just felt a lot clearer basically yeah um but people don't people don't like that people people if you're enjoying motherhood it's it feels like how dare you and how how is that this possible those wounds that that get poked yeah oh look at you super mum look at you doing it all and you know that's on on one level we are we're all doing our best but we all have pat butcher moments when we slide down the kitchen cupboards like I can't I'm so tired yeah, we all yeah, have those yeah. of course um so yes the tiredness it's almost like we we fear tiredness because we didn't have anything else to fear but now <laughs> COVID-19 <laughs> is coming <laughs> oh okay right Oh, this could be I love that. I love that. How good must life be where your biggest fear is being tired? Right. And what you said there... It's such a privilege, isn't it? Like, you know, and I think we can all live in this pity party of like, I don't have time. This is, the kids are stressing me out, da, 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 da. But we, with it being global, we're seeing this knock-on effect of people suddenly becoming, you know, one-income families mm-hmm. or people, like the fact that people are complaining that their holidays are cancelled. Now it's suddenly, it's tr- trumped, I mean, for goodness sake, you know, never was there more of an appropriate surname for Mr. Donald. But yeah, it's those things that... Um, Penny Windsor, who was talking about on Instagram stories, and this is not me kind of oversharing, you know, she shared this publicly, mm-hmm. of what this means for her autistic child, yeah. who, whose structure, whose routine has been thrown out the window, what that means for her, for her other child, for navigating those long days. You know, everybody, everybody is affected in different ways. Nikki, I spoke to a social worker 
And um, this became, I was like, oh my goodness. So immediately, COVID-19, I immediately thought about social workers because they're never considered when we talk about frontline workers right. and uh, frontline social work, you need to see these children. We have statutory requirements for, uh, in terms of how often they need to be seen, how they need to be seen, who needs to be spoken to. So social workers are actually out there in people's houses, doing visits, putting themselves at risk and taking that risk back home with them. The other thing that um, I, I was talking to, so, so we're talking about being stuck at home with our children, whatever else. And I am not saying this because I'm diminishing anybody's experience, but sometimes we just need to open the door not now, but and, and consider the wider world mm. so that we can have more of an appreciation of what we have. What? So in this country, a lot of uh, foster carers are elderly. So we're in a situation where there are children at home in homes where it's not safe for them to be in. They need to be placed in foster care, but foster carers are very vulnerable so it's not as simple as we're removing this child from their abusive family situation and placing them with a foster carer because you're then putting the foster carers at risk. Mm. Local authorities, I heard somewhere, I don't know if this is true, but if it is the truth, I heard that um, you can get COVID-19 testing done privately and that's like £395. Local authorities simply cannot afford £395 tests to be able to place children somewhere in, in, a, in a place of safety. So what happens to them? So when my daughter is having moments of, oh my goodness, um, so she keeps saying, I don't understand why I'm so tired. I said, because working at a screen is tiring and you're not used to it you're used to being in a classroom environment you have breaks you see other people you've got teachers you can ask questions and at the moment the school are just uploading work and expecting the children to do it and some of the stuff they haven't covered yet so for me I'm not stressing about this I used to formulate education plans for children I've always worked alongside education specialists we need to stop the panic because if your child, unless they're uh, like, you know, uh, you know, I really feel for the GCSE children because they're not going to be able to take their exams. But for most of us, if our, ch if our children miss one academic term of school, it's not going to impact their outcomes, their educational outcomes. So when my daughter is having a panic, like, oh, my goodness, well, not a panic. She's just stressing a bit. She hasn't been able to do this piece of work or she's got this piece of work that she needs to hand in or upload, whatever. I'm like, forget that. Let's yeah. go roller skate. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm really appreciative. I'm really grateful for having this time where I can spend time with my daughter. Roller skating doesn't cost us any money whatsoever because we often think, oh, we haven't got money. We haven't got time. We have got time, a lot of us at the moment. And mm -hmm. me having my lunch break um, on a pair of roller skates up and down our road and they've closed our tennis court, which is our roller skating rink. But us being able to do that is going to nourish my child and give her way more than yeah. what she would be getting even in her classroom. And I will say that with complete 
confidence. And that's, again, going back to that thing that education is everything. My goodness, it's just, you know, how many people do we know that sort of go, well, everything looks right on paper, so why why am I mm-hmm. still sad or why mm-hmm. am I still struggling with X, Y, and Z that it mm-hmm. is that it's, it's a 360 thing of, um, I know selfishly my school, son goes to school, um, in September and we'll find out maybe, I don't even know if things will change slightly in a couple of weeks. And part of me is sort of relieved that we'll be at home to share that information with him so we yeah. can prepare him without yeah. the, I mean, we've got a woman on the street and she's like, Oh my God. God, where is he going what's happening and you know she's she's coming from that place and I mean I'm sure Oscar if he hung out with her would think that he's going to prison or yeah. something but yeah. this dramatic thing but that mm-hmm. I do feel like there is something it does feel like it's going to be a healing process with so much mental health that it feels I, I can't quite visually see what it looks like on a graph or a pie chart or some visual representation. But I think something is connected with mental health here. We couldn't carry on sending emails to each other, saying in the first sentence, hey, hope you're well. Like, hope you're well. Anyway, back to me. Here I am. And let me tell you about what's going on with my life. All of those YouTubers. Hi, everyone. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. So I bought this lipstick and you're like, whoa. And I, you know, they can't say hello, 231,000 followers or whatever. But that conversation stopped. And that conversation of it being engaging was coming because I was just getting loads of email hope you're well or I or I saw it on Instagram that you'd had the baby um and you look fine or all of this nonsense so something about this is slowing us down is making us stop and pause is actually engaging with people and going blimey that person is on their own oof I wonder what that would be like. Mm. Maybe I need to phone them or maybe mm. I need to engage with them or send them something mm-hmm. or, you know, I think, yeah, there's definitely a, a new level of conversation. And uh, I am just thinking, you know, especially in your your daughter's age, how many kids will be so relieved that they don't have to go to school and have their lunch money um, or see that person that's mean to them mm-hmm. um every mm-hmm. I mean I know I had that was my experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think uh, it wasn't a place where we were all celebrated and nurtured yeah yeah, yeah. Like, keep your head down shut the fuck up get yeah. on with it yeah yeah it's, it's it's been for us it's been really it's just been a really beautiful gift of time together that we never ever would have got otherwise yes um but I know that you know everybody is different everybody has a different experience but before we came on the call before we started recording you were talking about making choices and what this has been for me has been I could have chosen to decide that I am sitting on top of my child homeschooling right or I could make the choice that this was going to be a nurturing experience for us. Um, and yes, I do have 
insider knowledge from the social work background and all the work that I did around education. But I think I would have been like this in any event. I'm not a homeschooler. I never signed up to homeschool my child. It's not something that I've ever had in my vision. I can't... I'll say it on the air. I can't do the math she's doing. I've got no interest in doing the math she's doing. I don't shame myself for not being able to do the math she's doing. I'm not interested in it. I am very interested in her education. I'm very interested in holding space and providing tools for her being the best she can be. Do I believe that me trying to replicate what a qualified teacher does in my home is providing her with the tools she needs to be the best she can be? No, I don't. Loving her, laughing with her, us making fun out of each other, trying to do cartwheels, her banning me from TikTok because I take too long to create uh, to learn routines that is far more nourishing and nourishment is a word that I use a lot because I believe that our nourish tanks are barren Mm -hmm. and I think that this time we're having is bringing into sharp focus how barren our nourish tanks are and that a lot of us don't know how on earth to begin to replenish that barren barrel Because we're so many of us are defined by the job, the place we work, where we have lunch, um, you know, what we do for people, what we do for people, what we picked up at lunchtime, just this little top because I'm going to this thing, you know, Mickey. Yes, all of that. This is how this is how we're defined. And suddenly you have to look and go, okay, so if all of that is stripped away, that's sort of how like the beginning of motherhood looked like for me, because the small things just suddenly became really important or really laser focused of like, okay, what does this actually look like and what's important and who am I? Celebrating (laughs) hell am I? Yeah, celebrating all the small things celebrating all the small things you can make yourself feel high speaking about the energy necessary to play big celebrating the small things really gives you such a boost from the inside out that you can start to embody the energy required to do the things and not even Okay, Nikki. So I remember in our episode last January, you talked about be, do, have. Mm -hmm. Nourishing yourself and asking yourself that question, who am I, really enables the be, do, have to become real. So for those that have forgotten or those that didn't have the pleasure of that uh, podcast episode, which I will link in the show notes, could you just again explain the concept of uh, be, do, have with an addition of why it is important during a global pandemic? Well, firstly, this is a good exercise to do um, because not many of it, like if I ask my clients, tell me a hundred things you want that are on your goal list, people get to about 11 and then they go, I think that's, I think that's it. I don't know what else to write. We're not very good at asking for what we want or need, or sometimes even giving ourselves permission that our reality could be any different. So the be, do, have exercise is really good at giving some structure to those thoughts. So you create three columns 
And in the first, you write everything you want to be and then everything you want to have and then everything you want to do. And sometimes those things can be quite open-ended when they start or just a, a little bit vague. But if you can really drill down as to what that means, so I might want to say, I want to be a present mother. Like, what does that actually look like? How do I know that I'm being that? And present mother doesn't necessarily be uh, mean me going, come on, children, let's do it. We mentioned Aunt Fanny from the famous five earlier, like, come on, come on, everyone. We're going to create this. I mean, my friend, I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying, she she created some uh, piece of situation. I don't even know what it was. Something from Pinterest for her three-year-old. And it took her, it was all color coordinated. You know, she really put some effort into it. A good 12 minutes of her life she spent making this thing. <laughs> and her three-year-old came in and she went, I never, ever want to do that, mummy. <laughs> and she was just left going, okay, brilliant. Fine. Okay, great. <laughs> like, just what? What is this? What yeah. is this? Um, so if I was doing that thing on, you know, on the B, what does that actually look like? It's not giving all of the things. It's not feeling like I have to rotate a speed activity center every 12 minutes where we're doing Lego, we're doing painting, we're doing whatever. Being present for me is about a state of sometimes I'm in the room interacting, but sometimes we're doing our own thing. We've all been on those trains with people and they want to talk the whole way. Oh, they want to talk the whole way. I want to no. read my book. Thanks. <laughs> you know, my Nana is uh, 93 and she still travels to Hong Kong and the amount to see my auntie and the amount of time she'll say, I met a lovely man, a lovely young boy. He just finished university. We chatted the whole way. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a 12-hour flight. What is this This poor guy? He couldn't get away from you. Of course. And how can you not speak to a 93-year-old nana? You, you, You have to. Of course, of course. But yeah, there would be a lot of, I'm just going to hide in the bathroom for 45 minutes until she thinks that I've got the shit. Pretend I'm sleeping and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really tired. Sorry, (laughs) love. But no, she's right there, ready to have a chat. Um, But yeah, it's those sorts of things of the beads you have of... Yeah, there'll be some things on there that you'll be pressing pause that you'll not be thinking about right now or for the or you'll you'll be showing them on your 2021 list. We were supposed to be going to New York um, yeah. in May to a wedding. The wedding the wedding has been changed. We're doing it in 2021. We'll go yeah. to New York next May. All yeah. being well. Um but and and that's just the way that it goes, but I think it's just getting clear again about what do you need? What do you need? Do you need to get up at five in the morning? Do you need to up your exercise routine? Mm -hmm. Do you need to all have a team nap every single day? Mm -hmm. Do it. It's unknown waters and we're just, we're all just figuring it out. Mm. And also along the way, some of it's probably going to be a bit messy. Emotions are going to be higher, but you can't, um, you know, last night I really wanted my son to go to bed in a sort of like, so he's now in bed and he's asleep within 36 seconds. That wasn't the night. He wanted to talk about things. You know, he'd seen that 
somebody had put a bin outside and you want me to wonder talk about what all of that and I just didn't have the patience for it I was tired mm-hmm. I was irritable I was hungry all of the things but you have to go with it sometimes as well and and just know your needs are important you have to go with it and know your needs are important seemingly simple and obvious but areas we neglect mm-hmm. It's the first, the first place to go. And when you talked about be, do, have, and I looked it up, it just really helped me to see that me and the people around me, we were doing it upside down. We thought that we had to do these things to have these things. Yeah. But when you explained that, I was like, okay, so it really is about being who you need to be so that you can do what you need to do to have what it is you want to have because if you haven't got the energy to be who you need to be you're just not doing it anyway yeah um so I'll be happy when that that comes up again and again yeah we all know that and you know on a side of kind of playing big I was just going to mention we had that this thing of 2020 was going to be our year wasn't it? it that was going to be the mo- the decade was when everything was going to change where we would really step into the person that we were going to be however life is life has thrown as a big lesson that things are going to happen regardless and the not necessarily the time is now because you might be not wanting to be creative and you may have more pressing things that need to be happening but don't take yourself out of the game I think that's really important and the five-year plan is just it's arbitrary and sometimes if you have a five-year plan it gives yourself the permission that you don't have to make a start on it until four years ten months my eyes are wide open right now. Because if we may, if we put it in a lovely container of a five-year plan, then it looks all glossy. But actually, the five-year plan will, if, if you do the work and you need to get there, it's going to be tough, ugly, sweaty, emotional, exhilarating, thrilling, etc. Mm-hmm. But you, we don't get the things unless we put the work, the work in. in. And And you know what you're saying about that? Um, Interestingly, I'm going to be doing a workshop about this. So head over to the show notes to find out more. But with that, in in what you're saying about the five-year plan and sometimes that giving us an excuse to treat it like it's a university assignment that we can just bust our balls over and do overnight and turn it in and be okay... When you um, have a, you, when you are clear on where you want to go and why you want to go there, and you start doing the work, and every day you're doing something towards it, that five year plan can be realised in a year. Yeah, yeah. And let me caveat that with, I. I'm not saying that from a position of I have done that. I am doing it and there are things happening behind the scenes that I thought were going to happen later on in my decade because I'm actually taking steps towards every day. Like, you know, the promise to myself that I'm going to do X. I'm honouring that promise and that promise is on the energetic plane being 
rewarded that this is the new normal that I'm just the sort of person who is consistently working towards my dreams I'm not like ah I don't know I'm spinning around by myself and my dreams are somewhere else yeah you're right and I think that's that's something that we have to because the internet will tell us it's so easy like I was nothing I was homeless and I turned around and now look at me I'm a seven-figure business owner and it all happened overnight it's nonsense like I and I hope that that sort of stuff will be called out because you have to do the work you have to do the stuff and this is not about hustling harder or putting all of the hours in but you have to be willing to get uncomfortable and go oh what do I really want to say or what does that really look like or sending me email when you don't feel like it or um I've been reworking some sections of my website everything in me does not want to do it because it's hard it's it's really hard defining what this actual thing is and taking mm. it to a new level and being more visible and people knowing and saying this is what I ch-, all of the stuff mm-hmm. but it's essential to where I want to go and um, I'm not sure if I said this last time but one exercise I've done is to set my goals of what I would like to have in 10 years time. So I kind of did a bit of a fast forward exercise of what, you know, ideally like what my house looks like in 10 mm-hmm. years, time, mm-hmm. what my health is feeling and looking like, um, all of these things. And then most, not every, most regularly, I write down what happened in that day that took me closer to those things in And yes, and that ha- that's really interesting because do you know what it it does is it gives me a high five, a chest pump, a bit of an arm around the shoulder, a cheeky wink of like, go on, Ravy, you're doing it. <laughs> Look at you, okay? And it's weird to talk about myself in in that kind of way, but it's like, well done, kid. That's it. That's it. That's it. Go on, go on, go on, go on. You did that today. Well done. Mm-hmm more little bits of gratification mm-hmm. and you know what it suddenly makes that thing in the future a um you know it, it stop being a pie in the sky but it's just closing it because it just feels like it's on the way it's not yes. just a oh I'll do that and also it gives me permission to shape and change that because sometimes I'll do things I'm like oof not sure if this is the thing anymore. I've got to change it around and it's been interesting work I'm working with a coach for a year at the moment and uh, it's been interesting hearing her point of view where sometimes I'll say, so this is going to take me six months. And she's like, why? Mm-hmm. Why is, why is mm-hmm. it going to take you six months? And I'm like, just, you know, because she's like, okay, do you want to talk? And then, then I suddenly, so that will take me 16 days. Right, there we okay, go. Lovely. Um, thank that you. That is so the power of coaching. Yeah. And just collapsing that bullshit that I'm carrying around and all that sort of stuff. And there was something in it, although on the flip side of that, there's something in that of me actually having a year with somebody. Because I know for me that I kind of wanted to get to, 
um, the, the, the sort of the work that I'm doing, I wanted to hit my first goal quite early in the year. So then it's like, oh, where can I take it now? And what does that look like? I didn't want to feel that crescendo of almost getting to the point of month 10 and then feeling yeah. like I wouldn't yeah. do it at that point. I wanted to kind of get in, get going and all the rest of it. And it's been it's been really fascinating looking at what that looks like, but knowing I've got that comfort of a year yeah. to tweak, to play and yeah. all the rest of it. Um, and I think a year is more realistic. Um, I think a year is more realistic. I, I think that the sound of working with somebody for three months is appealing to the part of us that wants it to be done quick, like done. I want it tipped quickly. Mm. But the reality is it's not about going wide, it's about going deep. And you need time to get to those depths because, you know, you listeners, my darlings may have heard me say this before, but you can only go as, in in anything, you can only go as deep as you've gone with yourself. Mm. And we're not a swimming pool. Like, you don't just, it's 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 an unlayering process. And a year really gives you that opportunity because you probably if I was saying to somebody let me let me bring it back to me and not project if I was saying to somebody this thing would take me six months I would be saying this thing will take me six months based on something I've done before but what I've done before is not what I'm doing now so it's obsolete however without somebody being able to take an aerial view and spot the bullshit leaking out, <laughs> yeah. the temptation would be to do what I've always done and then get the same results. Of course. And I know that sometimes I need the wiggle room to make the lesson 10 times before I get it. And to go, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. And, you know, if I if I do something intensive for the day, it's like going to the gym. Yeah, of course, I can knacker myself out and do all the moves <laughs> and all the rest of it. By the end of it, I'm like, I should be a fitness trainer. This is great. <laughs> but 11 days later, when I'm like, nope, I haven't done anything today. Like looking, looking at my phone going... Wow, I've done 249 steps in 24 hours. Well done, incredible. That's when, That's when I need it. It's not about, and I say it on my programs all the time, and you know, I'll make a joke of it. Kids, it's not about watching the video and getting to the end of it. I said, and I, I, Mic get drop. Firm, I get firm with people. If you need to like press pause, if this video that is 90 minutes takes you a fortnight to watch, I feel like I've done what I needed to do because that will yeah. give you time to implement. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So um, I could go loads of places, but can I draw this to a close here, which is quite meaty? Playing big means no more self-betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, and really listening to what it means for you in this moment. And 
playing big will change on what you can do in that moment. Because when I've had my first child, I I was relying on those uh, podcast episodes. I was relying on those women out there who were saying, there is a way to be able to do this. I was relying on bumping into my friend Indra Ove, who was like, yeah, of course, Nick, there'll totally be a time where this doesn't feel as hard. And there's sometimes that you need that. And then there's other times where sometimes now I'll take Luna to an audition and there'll be a 27 year old woman going, Oh, I didn't think it was possible for me to have a child and be an actor. And now I can repay the favor because I'm sure on one hand, I'm making it all look effortless and we're, you know, nobody's been sick. Nobody's crying. We're having a great time. Mm -hmm. So it's that sense of playing big. And if you can't play big in this moment right now, because there may be circumstances going on, rest assured there are other people leading the way. Their resources are out there for you. And if you can't take that action and kind of go, right, this is the time where I start my business, just start dipping your toe, overhearing, eavesdropping and other mm-hmm. conversations. And sometimes that's enough in terms of playing big, but just keep opening the possibilities. So in thinking about... Uh opening the door to possibilities and eavesdropping and all of that. What do you have available for people that want to dip their toe in? uh, What is possible for them? Well, I have a lot of podcast episodes with some incredible, yourself included, brilliant, inspiring, thought-provoking men and women and people who are at different stages of their career, actually. That was really important. I didn't want to just share the same narrative of like, I was homeless and now I live in a castle. Um, People who are figuring it out along the way. So you can listen to the podcast, which um, you'd be welcome to do. Also, there's some mini episodes as well. I think I've mentioned this before that I didn't want to do mini episodes because I didn't think I had anything to say again these things show up don't they but the mini episodes are just as popular as the interviews and sometimes people just need five minutes of something rather than 45 minutes so again a little lesson for me um but come over to my website I've got I've got loads of uh big and small offerings that you can dip your toe in or you can you know get in the water take your pajamas off pick up a brick (laughs) Get yourself on the diet. Oh, I remember that so well. <laughs> and it was like, you used to feel like it was a day, it was like a doom day in the light. Like today is the day you bring your pyjamas and then you take them off and you do that. To get your Lifesavers badge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, may I say, uh, may I just add to that? Nikki has a wide range of offerings, which she um, has touched on just now. Um, and you could literally spend under 30 quid with Nikki Raby and get yourself off to a really great start. Or you could go for one of the bigger offers. But Nikki's Nikki's shop really does have something that will suit most uh, financial and time situations. So please, please don't allow CV19 to make you decide 
you can't afford or you haven't got the time or you haven't got the space before checking it out because I am certain that you will find something among Nikki's treasures that could assist you if you feel called to do that. Thank you. Thank you. And also have a conversation. Leave me a DM, email me, you know, I love a voice note. Um, This is the time um, also as well to not feel like you know all the answers. Like if you've got something niggling, then reach out to people who might be able just to, it's the cosmopolitan quiz where you kind of go through, yes, no, is it this, is it that? Whatever happens, I think we all end up, oh, oh, I do marry Brad Pitt. Okay, Okay, I married, oh, lovely, great. Um, So, yeah, I think think also this is a great time for connection as well. So don't be afraid to reach out to people and have a conversation and, and be bold, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for your time. It has been an absolute pleasure. Um, your children have been, you know, they're, they're not home alone, they're with their dad, but they've been absolutely wonderful because when mum's got the door shut, that's like an invitation for everyone. Yeah, that's an invitation for, um, yeah, moving the telly. Shall I do this? Shall I lick it? No, I don't <laughs> lick the telly, for goodness sake. Um, but again, um, you know, I brought Oscar on. He, he thought he'd seen you at a bus stop previously. And um, <laughs> I think that's where all the great people are. Have they been on our bus stop? Um, but one day, one day one day absolutely but there will also be a time where they they will lead me in a different way and this experience will be different but that is life and we're all figuring it out aren't we okay so Nikki before we go I nearly forgot a moment of everyday please a moment of COVID-19 everyday joy that you've experienced (laughs) carbs (laughs) (laughs) All the carbs. Carbs. Um, feeling less alone, I think. Mm. This sense of community, and not just myself, but I'm seeing that shift in other people. It's uniting. Um, somebody had run out of paracetamol on Facebook the other day on our local Facebook group. 31 people commented to say they had some and they would drop it off for them. And, you know, there's a lot to be said. And even though working from home suits my introverted ways, sometimes if I'm going through stuff or whatever, you can feel a bit isolated. You can feel a bit alone. You can feel like you're the only one who hasn't figured it out. You can feel like a very small thing and the world is busy and, you know, you're not part of it. And, um, it's it's been uniting and um but not too uniting don't touch anyone <laughs> <laughs> two meters apart two meters yeah apart. No, that's unless absolutely really beautiful like unless you really really like them and um that's really really beautiful and those are the things that we can forget when we're um looking all over the place so there's moments of connection unity and support yeah I did see those people that would be uh, having babies and they wouldn't be people who were having their first baby. (laughs) They would only be the people that would be having their first baby. Yes. 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 (laughs) There's this like, wouldn't it be lovely just to add a baby into the mix here? That would be great. So. 
I'm sh- I'm shaking my head. I'm just like I'm I'm so out. You know, with with, with a thirteen year old, the idea, the thirteen year old, and almost being forty three, the idea of nappies and cowpole is just like, oh hell no, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Oh gosh, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to be tired. You know, the tiredness that we fear, I just feel like, oh goodness. Um, but yeah, again, Nikki, thank you so much for your time. I love those you. everyday joys of connection and unity are absolutely beautiful. And I look forward to voice noting you uh, somewhere on the internet. Beautiful. And let's play big in 2021, but in person. Oh my gosh, hugs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. It's going to be like a sauna of like <sighs> wisdom and massive. Bring your germs, everyone. <laughs> Come on, it's going to be like a massive Turkish bath. We're all getting beautiful. <laughs> don't wash. Don't wash before you come. Just come in as. Wait, we, we we have to have some standards, please, please, please. Yeah, these people who are like, wash your hands. Gosh, isn't that? Who are these grubby people? Stop it. And there are many of them. But anyway, before we take it down another avenue, um, until next time, my darling. Till next time. Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast like an increasing number of our digital experiences that algorithms rule your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and i'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations the feedback i get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit as always i'd love to keep the conversation going you can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at live360 i hope to engage with you soon Podcast produced by me, Tammy Thomas. Podcast music produced by James Anderson. Take care.